Good morning. Happy Saturday to you. It's breaking news coverage here on 93.7. The ticket sponsored to you by Live Hydration Spa in Lincoln. Not a surprise to us because we heard it yesterday. It's been rumored all throughout the week. But officially, per Nebraska's Twitter account, it is done. A done deal. Matt Rule is indeed going to be Nebraska's next head football coach. Good morning. I am Jake Sorensen. He is Nick Sainer. We will have people in here throughout the day, throughout the morning, as we go through the hire of Nebraska. Matt Rule, it's reported, Nick, an eight-year contract for Matt Rule, which yeah. I think people were a little bit mm, not a big fan of when I, when I saw the response to that this morning so far. We'll have more details as this all rolls in. A press conference is expected on Monday yeah. for the official hire of Matt Rule, but it is done. It is not a rumor. It's, it not, it's not reports anymore. It's not we're hearing or sources say. Mm-hmm. Nebraska reports this morning from their own Twitter account, Matt Rule is indeed the 32nd head football coach in Husker history. Well, and, and Trev Alberts just tweeted out, it's a great day to be a Husker. Join us, Husker Nation, in welcoming Matt, his wife Julie, and their family to Nebraska. Coach Rule has created a winning culture throughout his coaching career, and he will provide great leadership for the young men in our football program. Like Jake said, we'll find out the, the, the specific contract details um, on, on Monday during the press conference, I would imagine, Jake, it's going to be pretty hefty. I, I, would, I would have the a, money. The money. So, I, like, here's the deal. I, I said this last night on the Husker After Party postgame show from Iowa City. Got back this morning at 3 a.m. Here we are. Um, exciting couple days. But I would also, I, like, Matt Rule, his college record doesn't jump off, jump off the page to you. It's 47 and 43. It is what it is. However, if you look deeper than the record, you have to look at what he did at Baylor. He took over a mess with oh, yeah. covered in scandals and losses, just a mess in, in Baylor. He went 1-11 in his first year, yeah, but in year three, you go to the Sugar Bowl if you're Baylor, 11-win season. Year two, 7-6, and six, by exactly. the way. Bowl exactly. So, so, and, and that was at Baylor and Temple. I, I think Husker fans will be more intrigued by Baylor because it's a Power five, Power 5 program, so maybe that one will carry a little more weight than what he did at Temple. But when we talk about what Nebraska needs, it's a foundational thing, right? It's a foundational. It's going to take time. And now here's Matt Rule. I know a lot of people said, oh, there's no way Matt Rule will stay. You know, Do you really think that he'll stay if, if he gets hired as the coach? Who knows? But what Trev Alberts did with his eight-year contract is showing that he's going to give him a plethora of time right. because he knows how Matt Rule works. Uh, and that's, that's where you get the people – Concerned yep. a little bit, saying, "Okay, we, we we've heard the time discussion before. Scott Frost had a seven-year contract here, and in the middle, in, in the early part of year five, mm-hmm. he was fired, and he already had it redone. Re, you know, the contract was was dropped down after four yeah. years because of performance problems here. Yeah. So, I understand if you're a Nebraska fan and you're concerned this morning, saying, "Well, eight years is is something we don't want to see again." But mm-hmm. if that's what Rule demanded to get this contract done. Then I, I, yeah. I guess if he was indeed the guy they wanted all along, you make it happen. You make yeah. you do what you can to make it happen. I would also make sure people understand NFL is very different than than college. Yes, yes, very yes, different yeah. than college. So yeah, he had a, he had a horrible sub five hundred record in, in Carolina, um, but college is is very much different. I also believe Matt Rule is going to be the. I, I think I read somewhere Matt Rule is the guest picker today on College Game Day. Is he really? I believe Make, I read that. So that I, I will. I will. I will confirm that here before. I see we do have DP though on the stream. You got him. Okay, me, there he is. Got you. All right. Uh, DP joins us from afar. He's in Orlando or Kissimmee, Florida, for the <laughs> Nebraska basketball 
They were down there for the ESPN Events Classic. <laughs> DP, Nebraska has a new coach. It is Matt Rule. It is official. Um, your your initial response to what we kind of knew was coming yesterday it is now official today of Matt Rule indeed being the 32nd head football coach for Nebraska. Um, I'm going to try to be simple to the news, okay. right? That today will be about Matt Rule and what he brings to the table. And, and, and I, I, I think within their statement and the official, I, I, I don't know. Have you guys read, read, uh, read the statement from Nebraska football? Nick, do you get that pulled up? Yeah, I can. I can pull it up on the email here that okay. uh, Keith. No, 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 I'll, I'll go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. go ahead and read it because okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of nuggets, uh, a lot of information in the in the statement, and to be respectful of of, of all of it, you should just you know, mm-hmm. we should just read it. So I'll read it, um, and it says uh, Matt Rule to lead Nebraska football program. Um, a proven builder in college football, Matt Rules was hired as Nebraska's 31st permanent head coach okay. in Nebraska history. It'll be announced on Monday in Lincoln. Uh, the course, a statement from Trev Alberts, the 47-year rule built an impressive resume over the past 25 seasons with experience at both the collegiate and professional levels, uh, served as head coach for 10 years, seven seasons in college, uh, the past three with the Panthers. Uh, Trev and the statement is from Trev. It says, uh, it, his success as a head coach at Temple and Baylor provides evidence of Rule's ability to build a program and make the uh, make makes him an ideal fit at Nebraska. It's a privilege to welcome Coach Matt Rule, his wife Julie, and their family to Nebraska. Uh, coach Rule's credited uh, has created a winning culture throughout his co- uh, coaching career, and he will provide great leadership uh, for the young men in our football program. Matt is detail-oriented. His teams are disciplined and play with a physical brand of football. Matt also has the personality and relationship building skills to build a great staff and excel in recruiting. Uh, Rule said that it is an honor to lead the Nebraska program and join the Lincoln community. He is excited to return to the college game and the opportunity to coach in the Big Ten Conference. From Rule, it is a tremendous honor to be chosen to lead the Nebraska football program. When you think of great tradition-rich programs in college football, Nebraska is right on top of the list. The fan base is second to none, and I consider it a privilege to have the opportunity to coach in Memorial Stadium on Tom Osborne Field. My family and I are so grateful to become part of the Husker family. Now, guys, it goes, it goes, it goes deeper. Yeah. But all of the all of the talking points were hit. All of the the boxes were checked. that that detail-oriented which recent history would say is 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 a a thing uh at nebraska Hmm. uh physical brand of football that wants to be played he was a linebacker at penn state so you know to the core of what what he what he did um he comes in he'll come back to college football with a 47 and 43 record Mm mm-hmm I, I want to circle that. I want to circle that. That at 47 and 43 at Temple and Baylor. Neither of those, if you've ever been to Philadelphia for college football and you've been to Waco, Texas for college football, and I have for both in, in, in some great detail, they are not Lincoln, Nebraska or the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Mm-hmm. The fan bases aren't the same. The energy is not the same. But 
what Matt Rule does is he provides comfort for the peripheral football fan. Because he looks the part, he speaks the part, he looks like Nick's dad. Like there's, <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> I can right? call. My like, dad is the head coach. Like we fully know that he's Sources. there is a yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's we got a part name. of the mask, right? We we, <laughs> we, we, we can get now, stick right? with us for breaking news because it's coming from my household. <laughs> yeah. right? you'll Papa, never Papa Sainter. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never, you'll, you'll never unsee that. Like you'll no, never look at Matt I Rule can't. again and not go. It's That's Nick's dad. Nick's I'm gonna see him at the press conference. I'm gonna be like, Dad, is that, what's up, Dad? Dad, Dad what's for dinner? Congratulations tonight? on the job, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you right? tell me? Right. <laughs> Give me so, that intel. Can I can I ask you guys how you feel about the announcement? Yeah, um, I'll start. I mean, here's the deal, DP, and, and go back to yesterday. It was such an emotional win for Nebraska, where they're up 24-0 against Iowa. Your nemesis the last seven years, you know, um, and and Mickey, they hang on to win. Mickey's post conference press conference was was excellent afterwards, mm-hmm. just kind of talking about that. Had his had his had his kid up there too on the yeah. on the podium, which was very cute. Um, it it was just a great scene for for to to end that misery against that program on their field and probably take them out of a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship unless both Purdue and uh, Illinois lose today. But, um, I mean, it was such a great day, and it, and it stinks. So it, that's over already right now. and It's on to Matt Rule. But with yeah. that being said, with the future in focus uh, and, and being what we're looking at, yeah, I mean, Matt Rule is, is a respected name in college football but because what you said, what he did at Temple – and what he did, Baylor. The NFL is a different thing. I don't want people bringing up the NFL and his failures. I mean, some guys aren't NFL coaches. Nick Saban mm-hmm. failed in the NFL. How, how many guys from college have failed in the NFL and went back to college? It happens. It happens. So, um, my, my question, DP, all along has been this, though. And I, I want your thoughts on this regarding Matt Rule. Is that, you know, he's getting a lot of money to go away from Carolina, from the Panthers. It is is he motivated to put the work in right away at Nebraska necessary to get this program off the ground quickly? Knowing that, hey, he's fine. He financially, he's got no issues at all. Do you have issues, do you have any questions with that? Any any? Oh, okay, so about that. so I, I I fall. Matt rules currently on. Yeah, uh, I see him. He's on college yeah, he's game on, day right now. Okay. Game there's Papa. Hey, there's Papa. It's, it's Papa Sainter. Which, 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 here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to stalk him today. You should. (laughs) I'm going to stalk him today to get him. See, I was in Charlotte the day he got fired from the Panthers. Mm. And because of that, I got fed a lot of information, like just a ton of information. My issue and concern would be, one, look, you can talk about the Panthers, his time there, whatever way you want. If you want to focus on the college thing, here's, here's what the focus should be. Winning, if it's not winning now, why did you do it? Mm. If winning right now isn't the thing, the developer of men is sitting in your building. His ability to unite young men and lead them and get them charged and emotional about Nebraska football, you saw it yesterday. You literally saw it. So if you were going to say that winning now isn't important, that you need time to build it and develop it, then why make why make the decision? Mm-hmm. But 
they will there will be answers to that. I don't understand it. Look, my career as a as a as a high school coach and arena coach was to come in and evaluate situations and say, here are the parts that you can you can keep, here are the parts that you can build around, but here are the foundational things that you need to take care of first. And with that, then the question has to be, what's the priority? Is the priority to win in three years? Like so what what's the focus? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna start and say, look, we've got three years to get it right. What are you doing? Yeah, that's a good question, DP. Guys, I, I have to I have to cut in here. Trey Palmer just announced that he is going to go and prepare for the NFL draft. It's well, this was Nick. You're dead on. Yeah, that the roster that currently exists. Mm-hmm. First of all, think of the things that are consistent with Nebraska football. One, the walk on program, where 85 kids walk on from various corners of Nebraska. Do you think that in a rebuild, Matt Rule is going to come in and say, I'm going to focus my time, resources, mm-hmm. and energy on 60%, 65% of the, of the roster not contributing on Saturday? Yeah. Right? So there are going to be a lot of uncles and dads who are going to be really disappointed with the change in the roster because it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. then within the roster – Matt Rule now has to relearn Nebraska football. Yep. Like he has to relearn Nebraska high school football. He has to learn who the power brokers are in Nebraska when it comes to the different corners. He'll have to relearn the 500 mile radius. And listen, the 500 mile radius in Nebraska is different than the 500 mile radius of Philadelphia and Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as somebody said, you can walk out your door and throw your hat and hit a a, a, a four-star and a three-star talent in Texas. That's not the case here. So you're going to have to learn it. Not saying he can't do it. He's going to have to do it. But they also said in this thing, listen, the project is forward a few years. You guys are Husker fanatics, man. Tell me how you feel about them saying, we're going to start over. You're going to implode the roster. You're going to implode the, the 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 management in the building. You're going to change relationships, and then you're going to change focus. It's going to be way messier than it will be neat. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no doubt about that. And I think I think DP, what most fans are going to be curious about now is what is the status of Mickey Joseph? Does, does yeah. Mickey, if I think if a lot of people out there that are, are curious and skeptical about Matt Rule that want to make it Joseph can be talked off the ledge if Mickey stays on staff in some capacity. And we understand everybody's aware of this that if Mickey is retained, it will take a significant pay bump to make that happen. Okay, this is a guy that just beat Iowa for the first time in seven years. His first time ever being in the program against Iowa, they won. They ended a seven-game skid, and you know they, they almost beat Wisconsin last week. I mean, they had some close calls. Obviously, he had he had unfortunate things happen with the injury to Casey Thompson, where it yeah. made you play Purdy and Smothers well, that that weren't ready. But you again, were also a out lot of your lead, two leading tackles. A lot of people are saying that they'll, they'll be relieved mm-hmm. and have a sense of calmness yeah. if it is found out that Mickey Joseph is retained. If he's not, if he does not stay, or if he's not asked to stay, or if he goes somewhere else, that's when this gets really, really mucky. 
with Nebraska fans and say, oh boy, now now what do we do? Because we all realize Mickey is incredibly important to what's happened here. Again, Trey Palmer, who just declared for the draft, we just saw him terrorize Iowa's defense, which is a very good defense yesterday. He looked like he had no problems with them. Uh, so if Mickey's not a part of this, which we don't know yet, then you have some big big dots. But if he is DP, I mean that 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 would be an incredible addition to the staff for Matt Rule, who also has good ties all across college football. Otherwise, well, well, it's not just Trey because Casey Thompson, who was the was the the conductor for this thing, right? And we saw the difference in this team and the offense with Casey and without. And what happens with Casey? What happens? Look, you've got an offensive line in transition, in full transition, with zero promises. And if that's how you're going to rebuild it, offensively and defensively, you got some work to do because you're going to have to pull in an additional twelve offensive and defensive linemen at the at the top level. Twelve. That's the number. That's the magic number that's going to get you in this space. Then. You've got to figure out from the running back room what you're going to do, defensive line room. You've got to reload the linebacker position. If you just – again, we don't know what the coaching staff is going to be. So who's going to roll the – who's going to run that building mm-hmm. and get the, the off-season the off work, the improvement season work? Who's mm-hmm. going to get that done? So it's going to be messier than neat and tidy. <laughs> Um, look, Matt Rule's going to come in. He's going to assume power. He's going to say all the right things. I'm just going to let you know, man. He's going to come in and he look his one of us. That's that's his phrase. One of us, right? And it's a bit cultish, but it's a thing that happens. One of us. O O U. He's going to say it a ton. He's going to talk about the discipline required. He's going to talk about the brand. The brand of the team, what do you get when you get here? He's going to talk about mm-hmm. the plan. And then he's going to talk about the execution and the way it works. He 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 has the speaking points. He has the bullet points. But the actual work, man, there are coaches that can talk about it, and there are people that can get the work done. Mm-hmm. I, look, on a day of celebration, this should be, look, you broke the rules. You get 24 hours to celebrate the good. Yep. That's the rule. Yeah, I'm with you, DP. That's the rule. Yeah. You get 24 hours. And to not give Mickey Joseph and these young people 24 hours to just celebrate and say, job well done. We did a thing that we haven't done in seven years. That's improvement. That's, a, that's an actual factual improvement. So now what you're going to do is you're going to throw this thing out there. And look, facts are the facts. He was paid $40 million to leave. Yep. That's, that's factual. Mm-hmm. He's 47 and 43. And if your toes are tingling over 47 and 43, consider what you're asking him to do next. Because, yes, if you said to me, can he change it in year three? I'm absolutely all in. Year two, hey, he's got he'll have he'll have 24 months to get it in. But next year. You're, you're really going to start over. And I'll ask this question, and, and the listeners can tell me, you guys can tell me sure. what you think. But do you think that this is Matt Rule's utopia, that he woke up 
10 years ago dreaming of being Nebraska's head coach and that this is the best job that he's ever going to be offered again? Because if he has success here, guess what? He's not staying. Yeah, and I would pause there, DP. I mean, so part one, is this his utopia? Probably not. And and you know, he was on last week on Good Morning Football on NFL Network and was talking about, you know, his, that he was going to take a year off. But his son said, hey, man, you're a coach, Dad. You know, go coach. So, I mean, he was going to take a year off. So take that for what you want. His his family pressed him into going back into coaching. So that that's, I guess, a red flag if you want to put it out there. But, again, he's hired. Uh, but regarding the second part, DP, I – We've had this discussion a lot lately regarding is he going to be a long-term hire here. I, I think – I'm not speaking for all Nebraska fans. I'm not going to do that. But I, I do believe that if Matt Rule were to leave after five years, but Nebraska is back to a certain extent. They're winning nine, ten games, maybe 11 games. Will they be um, dismayed that he leaves and you know bummed? Yeah, because he got them back to a place they hadn't been for a long time. But – at least he'd be leaving you on a high note versus being fired after crap, right? We haven't had that ever here where someone actually left on a high note to go somewhere else that at least it's more attractive at that point than it is right now when you're 4-8 and eight and 3-9 the previous year. So if that's a bridge we come to you know, down, down the road, I think fans can accept it if you were to leave on a high note of what he could bring in, possibly, what, what can come in behind him versus, hey, we had to fire another coach and uh, we're on to another search. That's my thoughts on that, at least. Jake, let me ask you a question, because this is, if you hired Mickey, you'd have a pretty good idea about the coaching staff and the players that would return. Yeah, right. absolutely. You'd have a pretty good idea of what you, things you need to change over the course of the next six months to, to elevate and get past four wins, right? The bridge from four to six wins is way easier with Mickey Joseph at the helm, right? Because he could fix some things, winnable games, uh, one-score situations, you were there. And his relationship with the players, which ultimately to not talk about Mickey's relationship with the players is a disservice, it's disrespectful, Look, he did I mean, what Mickey did to keep this group together is impressive. It's important. And to me, it should have been a priority. But listen, rules going to come in. He'll be a grown up in the room. Yep. He, he will give them a plan. He'll have rules. But Nick, it's the difference between a guy following a guy you already love. And a guy that you don't know and don't trust. Well, I mean, I said it yesterday on the on the post game show from Iowa City that you could you could tell how much of a liberating feeling it was for this team to get over the hump and to get over the hump with Mickey Joseph. Like you could you could tell. Um, I have I have not. I mean, fans are cheering Mickey's name when they're exiting the field. Husker fans crowded around their lot, their uh, their tunnel for 30, 45 minutes. Players were signing autographs. Players were taking pictures. They were allowing fans to come on the field. Like there was pure joy for the first time, I think, in years, out in Kinnick last night. And um, now, like you said, I'm a little annoyed that this came out today because the one rule that you've been preaching all season about consistent one one big thing that you've been consistent on is you have 24 hours. And then you move on. 24 yep, hours, then you absolutely. move on. You had the mm. biggest, you, you had basically an exorcism 
last <laughs> night did. in Iowa. And it's already gone. And now you, now you flip the page. Now, from a program standpoint, I want to get your guys' thoughts. Do they, did they do this? Did they announce it so that on a college football Saturday where there's plenty of rivalry games, yes. Nebraska's the talk? Yes. That's why you have Matt Rule on game day. Bingo. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was a way for them to – well, I'm with DP and you and all this. I, 24 hours, man. I was hoping for something Sunday – or at, at the earliest later tonight, you know, Monday press conference. The, the press conference is Monday. They're announcing, so that's that's not even going to come today or tomorrow. But it was to get ahead. It was on a college game day with full of Ohio State, Michigan, and other other big games. You wanted to be the big story to get out there. But I feel like that's again un- unfortunate when you won the game. If you lost the game, okay, fine. You know what? Move yeah. on. Let's let's get it going. You, you, were three you won. Nine. Yeah, yeah. You won on the road, and you played spoiler. A lot of people aren't talking about that. You denied Iowa from playing in a Big Ten title on game. Their home field. On their home field. On when, senior when, day when for you, them. When you were a 10.5-point underdog, yeah. you did that. Their senior and, and day, were, now, their now, field. Now, granted, maybe towards the end of the game, it wasn't the prettiest. Maybe Husker fans they were won. holding on to their for dear life, and, and that's fine. But a win is a win. They and won. And you did something. Mickey Joseph, here we go. So, now, once again, this is not a cult of Mickey that I'm trying to have. But Mickey Joseph has now done two things. In 75 days, that Scott Frost could not do in four and a half years. Win a game following a bye week and beat Iowa. This is the first time since 2014 that Nebraska has taken a trophy game. This is the first time since 2014 that Nebraska has won a trophy game. And they had the opportunity, they had the pleasure of prying it from the cold, dead hands of <laughs> Iowa fans in the first row. Because those Iowa fans were mad. Yep. And then the, 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 pe- then the, then the petty You'd remarks then the petty remarks of, oh, you guys haven't won in the last seven years. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter You won now. today, buddy. You won today, and, and have fun not the playing in Indianapolis. The streak is L1 for you, W1 for us. Yeah. In the ledger. Hey, Jake. Hey, yeah. Jake. Yeah. Hey, Jake. Uh-huh. Uh, Baylor during the uh, Matt Rule era. Okay. Was that was that a run the damn ball uh, offense? I I can't I, I didn't watch in, it in that closely, 12, but I don't in know. The Big Twelve in the Big Twelve was that a really really is that was that a run the damn ball Big Ten offense? No, I mean I I mean the guy <laughs> the guy that I was pointing to the whole time that again is a is a Big Ten coach in the wrong conference is Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. He's not the guy, and he'll stay there, and, and good for Kansas State. Matt Rule, he can run the football. It doesn't it doesn't appear to be like the Big Ten right now? But we, but he also maybe he can adapt quickly. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to say what he can't do. I, I want to be fair in this because, and and I'm going to say this: Matt Rule is a really good coach. Yep, he, like a really good coach. Like I, the the phrase "leader of men," mm-hmm. you know, has been set, said about both Mickey and Matt Rule. The players that played for him in Carolina, uh, the, the 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 leaving the dismount statement was that he still had not lost the locker room in Carolina, even uh, with all those things were in play. What we want from Matt Rule is clarity in what the brand's going to be, and he'll tell us on Monday, Yep. right, what the brand is going to be. And then you have to base some of that on his past history, which is what he ran at Temple and what he ran at Baylor. Mm-hmm. 
what he ran at Carolina? And can he implement that quickly, not only with the talent that exists at Nebraska currently, because that's all we know, but the talent that he needs to get to to Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll ask you, Jake, how do you feel if there's a difference in recruiting to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and Temple and Waco, Texas, than it is to Lincoln? We Do we know enough to say what type of player, what type of scheme, what type of recruiting is going to happen with Matt Rule? Because that's that to me will tell me whether I can start applauding yep. or whether I'm going to lean back. So am I leaning in to Matt uh, Rule and leaning leaning back? I'm currently leaning in because because – Wherever he was on the college level, he found a way to get the people there. Right. I'll ask you two. Okay. What level of trust do you have that he can bring those folks in? Well, let, let's start with this, DP. I, I, I go back to what I said a few minutes ago. If, if Mickey Joseph is retained on the staff as recruiting coordinator slash assistant coach slash – I mean, not, not coordinator, but you know, the, your top recruiter, receivers coach, assistant coach, making over a million dollars doing so – then I feel pretty good that those two can be aligned on the same page and Mickey can say, hey, I think we should do this, and Matt Rule will respect that. If Mickey is not retained, then yeah, I have some concerns. And, and but, but like you said, Matt Rule has done it at two different places in college football, so I, I assume he has people that are smart and, and able to, to find the right guys and develop to, to their system and recruit their system. But I will feel a lot better personally if Trev and Matt Rule can convince Mickey or Joseph to stay and they can grow together. So that's right now, I can't answer it until I know I have clarification on if Mickey Joseph is on this staff or not. I also think a part of it is we've heard the talk, right? DP, you mentioned it. There, There's two kinds of people, the people that can talk about it and, and can convince you that they know what they're doing. And then there's the people that go to work and actually do what they say they want to do and what they what they're good at. A um, couple quotes coming out from, from Matt Rule on game day. Um, Kirk Herbstreit asked Rule what needs to happen to get the program back. Rule mentions that he has already talked to Tom Osborne. Rule mentions that the importance of, quote, everyone moving in the same direction is key at the school. So I don't know. I, I, like, I think when we, once again, DP, to answer your question as, as I piggyback on what Jake said, number one, Mickey Joseph plays a huge factor in this. I think Mickey Joseph plays a huge factor in in – what the offense looks like, what the what kind of guys and athletes are on the team as well. But then I also think we don't know necessarily what Matt Rule's plan is. And and like you said, we'll find that out Monday through his words, but unfortunately we won't find out till next August through his actions. Well, we'll we'll get in quickly into uh what his plan is going to be. Monday he'll come in and 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 again, there there's 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 constants with Matt with Matt Rule. Uh the brand that he will not only cultivate, but demand be supported at Nebraska. And with that, I mean, he, you know, he said physical football. Now I would have never identified Baylor as physical football. I would, it was athletic football already. Right. Mm. But can you do that in the big, Big Ten Conference, can he get the people here under his watch 
the brand, and then his plan for getting physical, uh, talented people to Lincoln, Nebraska, so he can implement a change in the culture and the stand. Look, I, I, I've, I've met Matt Rule several times, had conversations. What I can tell you is he's a coach's coach. Like, he's going to walk in the room, and you'll feel wonderful about him being the room. I'm interested in hearing what the brand and the plan are going to be. And then his definition of one of us, which is what his expectations are and the standard for Nebraska football. And you listeners and you fans, you're going to have to tell me what you want the identity of Nebraska football to be, because that's going to be, that's going to determine how you feel about this thing. What do you want? the brand and the plan to be for Nebraska football. Yeah, that's the big question with all this. Uh, if, you're, if you're just tuning in, breaking news, Matt rules indeed the head football coach in Nebraska. will have a press conference on Monday. Uh, it's announced it's going to be eight. Is it rumored or announced it's eight years, Nick? Is it is it an eight-year contract. Eight-year contract. We don't know the, um, we the don't finances. Know the figures. Okay, yeah, we don't know the number figures. But, I mean, I would assume a pretty hefty penny. Right. I mean, if you think about this, the timeline is interesting because it was, it was reported out there. It was thought that Matt Rule had initial conversations last week mm-hmm. that maybe they, they didn't agree on the money. And then, uh, you know, Mark Stoops get a, gets a big offer from yeah. Kentucky to stay at 9 mil. Don't know if it's going to be in that category. I have no idea what the money is here. But you have to think that maybe seeing that number made Nebraska do a, a double take of what it's going to take to hire the next football coach here. But, get, again, we don't know the figures. That we don't know. Get this, guys. Um, Matt, Brown, uh, Matt Brown of uh, The Athletic just tweeted this out about Matt Rule. A note that seems impossible. Matt Rule beat an AP-ranked opponent at Temple. More recently than Nebraska beat an AP ranked opponent. That's painful, man. That's but there's painful. only two. But he's only he's only beaten two ever. Yeah. yeah that, see, there's there's deeper. Ever. There's deeper. Yeah. Exactly. Ever two ranked opponents. Like you, you were at Baylor. How did you not beat ranked opponents while you were at Baylor and go eleven and one? Yeah. Like that means the question becomes: Then what did you do? Like, why are you getting credit for winning 11 games when none of them are ranked? Yeah. That, well, but yeah. I, 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 I can tell you, Matt Rule will have a plan. I, I'm just super interested on why the decision was made to go today mm. and then what that plan is. He'll share it on Monday. And look, we could come back Monday and just applaud and cheer and say, I'm all in. Because guess what? He's going to set the room on fire on Monday. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule is really good in that space. So he'll get that done. And then we will go from there and then see you know, what the next step will be. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. Yeah, again, it's going to be interesting to see when we hear the rest of the storyline. If, if if is there any news we'll learn by the press conference regarding Mickey Joseph? Is that something we, we hear when the press conference happens regarding the I – mean, I assume if we don't know anything by that point, that'll be a, a top question for – for uh, Matt Rule saying, hey, you know, congratulations, what's the status with Mickey Joseph? Are you keeping him? What did you think, D- DP, do you expect to have? Um, I'm not sure. The, the priority has to be your head guy. Yes, you're right. right? That, that has to be the head guy. So 
Monday at its origin, at its base, should be about Matt Rule, and, and appropriately so. Um, I would imagine that Matt Rule gets asked about it and that Matt will either, you know, I, I, I won't speak for him. Like, I won't speak for him. I, I won't do that. Um, I, I won't speak for Trev. I will wait until Monday and allow them to do that. What we know is that there were there was a contract in play for Mickey past this year. So somebody would have to break the contract and have either Nebraska hands it over to rule and says, do what you want, which is a question he's going to, you know, top five question he's going to be asked on Monday is, (laughs) you know, what do you want to do? And then the other side is to ask Mickey Joseph what he wants to do and then see how he feels about how things happened and how this would play. Now, let me let me let me say this. Uh, some textures will say that I wasn't good. Somebody just said that I wouldn't be happy uh, unless Mickey was hired. Don't speak for me. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can't speak for me. I'm literally here speaking for myself. <laughs> He's right I, here. <laughs> I, I like I'm I'm a grown up. Like I'm a grown up. I'm a professional. So I've earned the right to speak on this. I know both Mickey Joseph and Matt Rule. I actually know them personally. I'm happy with whoever is running Nebraska football because it's not my job to like them. Mm. My personal preference has nothing to do with it. The analysis is on the situation professionally. And professionally, as I've said, Matt Rule checks all of the boxes. He will come in, he will reset the brand, he will reset uh, he, he'll reset the plan and everybody will be on fire on Monday because Matt rules in the building mm-hmm. giving details in a way that are, are, are confidence building and forward and progressive. Now, my question was simple. why today? Why today? And if you can answer that question, then we can have a different conversation. But you guys know me, Jake, Nick, you guys know me. I don't speak for other people. And nobody gets to put words in my mouth. Nobody. Like you, how you, wait a minute, Nick, here's the thing. How do you feel? This is me asking you how you feel about the Matt no, no. Rule hire. DP, let me know how and you th- how mad. I feel. Let me know. You let and me know. And being mad about how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just the weirdest I'm thing. I'm talking. Jake, Jake, how do you feel about the Matt Rule hiring? I'll let people tell tell myself how I feel, apparently. All right? Is, is that how this goes, <laughs> DP? You guys can tell me how I feel. What? <laughs> <laughs> just fantastic i love it uh so again some news again as nick mentioned earlier trey palmer uh declaring for the draft brian buscini intends to stay he said the punter so that's good also we're seeing not official but it appears that colorado's is eyeing in is zoning in on Deion sanders and get this one auburn is zoning in on hugh freeze after hugh freeze just inked his big extension to liberty well, you're gonna have a lot. It's gonna be a big news couple days with, with yeah. today with the games going on, firings, well, hirings all across college football. Yeah, potentially the biggest game in, in all of college football this season is coming up in 56 minutes. Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Ohio yeah, State. The game. Yep. The game. What? But, 
I thought Nebraska Iowa was the hey, hey, that, was, that was number two. I said, I said that was from number a two. Deep perspective, DP. <laughs> don't don't put words in my mouth, DP. <laughs> <laughs> it was second. That, that was second to Michigan Ohio Man, State. It's, it's like there's nothing. Here's what's funny. This was a positive vibe today. Saturday, everybody Husker fan could walk with their chin up and their chest out. You can still walk with your chest out and your chin up. Because now you know the, the new direction of the program. You're coming off a win. You beat one of the rivals. You can look every island dead square in the eye and smile. Um, there's no negativity in the space. We're just having discussion. And the conversation has to ask. You have to ask questions to one another about what you want from Nebraska football, what the expectation is for, for Nebraska football. And then, most importantly, as the conversation leads, the leadership of Nebraska football. Jake, like I said, you you, you can't follow everybody. Mm-mm. Everybody can't lead you. Nope. And Jake Sorensen, you now have a new person to focus on. I'm waiting to see how you discuss the new leader of Nebraska football. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how he, how he uh, addresses these things in the press conference Monday. But I, you know, I'm optimistic. I think... I, I, if we haven't said that, if, have, if that has been clear so far, I, I think Matt Rule again can be good here. It's just like you've been saying, the the first couple years of Matt Rule have not been great when he goes to programs. This this program, if it somehow follows the same trend it has at Temple mm-hmm. and Baylor, I mean, I this they cannot go through one and eleven or two and ten. Like can you imagine, the next two, the first two games next year are on the road at Minnesota and at Colorado. Imagine if Colorado hires Deion Sanders if you lose that first game. To Deion Sanders, if that if that is in case the coach there, you're going to have people having a lot of problems. Yeah, and I and I guess the the one the one thing the that would be down if you're Matt Rule, the, the one thing the only one negative about keeping Mickey Joseph is if you start off zero and two next year, mm-hmm. and Mickey's on the staff, you're going to say people say, hey, fire Rule, Mickey's the head coach. That's the only thing. Otherwise, it's all positive. Mickey, I mean, there's all positives. The only con is hey. Are people going to be clamoring for Mickey yeah. if this starts off slow? And that's all. That's the only negative regarding keeping Mickey Joseph on staff if you are Matt Rule approaching this. But I, I feel like he can be a successful coach here. I, I'm gonna, I will choose optimism that, that Trev Alberts thought this through, that he was, was, you know, was targeting a rule all along or at least was in the conversation. But we have no choice but to accept it now and move on and and hopefully support a successful program under Matt Rule. I would also add, guys, that I mean Nebraska over the last, I mean with Scott Frost, it was sixteen and thirty one as a head coach, and Nebraska has now had a three and nine season backed up by a four and eight season with an interim head coach. If Nebraska was going to go in a different direction and not continue on the road of of making Mickey Joseph the permanent head coach. Then you kind of look at the the list of candidates, realistic candidates that would come to a place like Nebraska, right? The Nebraska brand is strong. Nebraska's resources are just there. However, what is one thing that drives all forces? Wins. Wins. Wins and money. And Nebraska has money, but they haven't had wins, unfortunately. And when you look at kind of what Nebraska needs, once again, if they deci- since they decided to go in a dr- different direction and not stick with Mickey Joseph... Then you have to look at maybe what Matt Rule has done as an experienced college head coach. Head coach, excuse me. And although he hasn't beaten a ton of ranked opponents, he has three ten-plus win seasons in college football. <laughs> Nick, you're funny. 
Listen, I I just, you know, I I don't know. I I mean, I think whoever would have been announced, guys, we got a text. Oh, so now you guys are going to create division. Here's the deal. I think whoever Nebraska was going to hire, there was going to be division. Because the the knock on Mickey, if Mickey was the permanent head coach, the knock on Mickey was that he went under 500 in the time of his interim head coaching duties and that he doesn't have head coaching, power five head coaching experience. But now you go get a guy that does have power five head coaching experience, NFL head coaching experience, which is two different types of things, types of jobs, and you're not happy. And and everybody wanted Urban Meyer, but if Urban Meyer would have gotten hired, you would have had the character problems with the people. Like every single, the one universal hire that everybody was on board with was Scott Frost. And that did not work. If you have, that's why we're here right now on November 26, two days after Thanksgiving, hiring Matt Rule, is because you failed. You have failed the last two coaching hires, and I'm not talking about naming an interim, but you failed in the last two permanent head coaching hires. And here's Trev Alberts trying to keep that from being a third. Trying to fix things. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Who, who would have thought? Nick, you're, dead, you're dead on. That no matter who the, the choice was, there was not going to be a united front. No way. No way. And we're not causing division. We're simply having the conversation that Matt Rule is the choice. Here are the facts behind Matt Rule. Here's the situation that Matt Rule is walking in. And a big problem in the program was that we didn't identify what the needs and priorities were going to be for the last head coach, yeah. right? You didn't ask honest questions. And four and a half years right? later, we're sitting here going, what was the plan? Did the plan change? What what, what was the goal? Was everybody on the same page? You, you did, we're, We still don't know the answers and we'll never understand or never know them. And we'll just kind of assume that they were not on the same page because of the way that the, the games played out. Well, Jake, is this not right? Or, or And correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. But the issue wasn't, I don't think the issue was on... The, the the hiring of Scott Frost, the issue was in Scott Frost hiring for his staff. Yeah, that was that was yeah. The the staff that he brought right. with was again not probably not prepared at all for power five power five football. They were good in group of five, but he brought the whole staff with him. Everybody came with. And you know, we thought did okay we, did we learn? We've learned. We oh we oh yeah, we learned all did right. We learned because we, we learned. We don't know who Matt Rule is bringing. Right. Or we who is keeping. Who is right? Or right? who is so keeping. Until we know, like we speak about what we know to be true. That's we have professional accountability. So we're speaking to what we know to be true. There are things that we don't know. And we'll get answers. We'll get more answers on Monday. We'll get more answers uh, in, in January and February. And as we get that information, we'll talk. But Jake, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, ten being it's a done deal that Mickey Joseph stays and is part of this coaching staff. Okay. How comfortable, where do you put the scale, where do you put the meter on your thoughts about Mickey Joseph being back? (laughs) Oh, well, uh, this is going to be about the lamest. I had to. to. This will be the lamest answer ever because it's it's right down. It's five. I mean, I I could see him staying. I could see him going. I don't. I don't. I don't see him with a heavy lean either direction at this moment. Now, by the end of the day or or by tomorrow, I might have more of an answer. But right now, I don't know. I don't know if Trey Palmer's 
leaving for the NFL is indicative of something regarding him knowing about Mickey Joseph. That was a guy who brought Trey Palmer in. Mickey Joseph brought Trey Palmer in by himself. And the day, you know, right after the, the Matt Rule stuff was announced, Trey Palmer immediately has a long statement putting himself in the draft. Yeah. That could have happened still if Mickey was the head coach. We don't know that. I cannot speak that. If Mickey were hired last night or today, Trey Palmer still might say, I'm going pro, thanks to Mickey for helping me out. So we don't. That, that's all we, stuff we don't know about. But to answer the question, I'm, I'm, I'm a five. I, I think he could stay. I think he could go. We'll know more information by today or tomorrow or by Monday. But I, I can't. I don't have yeah. a, a strong lean either direction it, on that. It, it was telling guys when when Mickey Joseph was in the post game press conference room yesterday, um, after after just now sell just you know finishing up celebrating, we all piled in the post game press conference room and and he he once again reiterated that no matter what happens, he he straight up said I have a good enough resume. I, I'm not too worried about it. I, I, I'll, he's like, but he, Mickey also understands this business. He also understands it, and that's where. Here's the thing, guys. I, I'm, I've maybe fallen a little bit of a different camp. If Mickey Joseph is on staff with Matt Rule and Matt Rule starts out unsuccessful, because I, I think we have a good idea of how Mickey Joseph operates, and Mickey Joseph is not going to be that guy that stands over the shoulder and goes, "Ah, that's not how I would do it." That's not. He, he's not that guy. I, I don't think Mickey Joseph's that one that's going to say, you know, feed through the grapevines of, listen, if I was the head coach, we would be 2-0 and right now. I don't think Mickey Joseph's that kind of guy. The fan base would be the ones spreading those thoughts right. of, of if Mickey Joseph is the head coach. So I'm not sure. Would there be turmoil? I, I, I have no clue. But I, I think it's, 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 it's very – it's a big key. You got to try. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. Mickey Joseph will be behind the man across the country. You know, Mickey uh, Joseph yeah. is not just saying, for, "Hey, for oh, it's Nebraska." And head coach, right? Mickey Joseph is going to have options. He's going to yeah. have a lot of opportunities because of what he did at Nebraska, what he's done in recruiting and developing. I mean, look, the guy can say, "Hey, you ever heard of Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase? My dudes, my guys." Yeah, I was on a championship team in 2019 at LSU. I took over a, a tough program, made yeah. a big decision to change defensive coordinators, and the defense became. Mm-hmm. You know, effective, good. Well, and we we beat Iowa. And once again, Mickey Joseph once reiterated that um, that he he's going to be just fine wherever he goes. And I, I completely lost my train. He's of not thought. concerned about he's where he's complete, going. I completely lost my train of thought. I was going to say something well, else that Mickey Joseph talked Mickey about. Mickey Joseph is going but, to be fine wherever yeah. he, if it's Nebraska or somewhere That's else. What he it will was. be Thank in you. high demand. Thank you, Jake. He mentioned yesterday. I came to Nebraska twice in my life. When I came here for college football, and when I came back. He said, "Back in January, I could have went anywhere in the country, yeah. and, and now you again. now now you can again, and you would even uh, maybe possibly say it's even in higher demand now that he has experience as an interim head coach and leading yep. not just not just a room, not just a room, but the entire football program, entire football program." Matt Rule did speak a little bit about Mickey Joseph. I want to read more of this. This is from from College Game Day about a half hour ago. Uh, this is from twenty four seven Sports recorded this. They said. Uh, he was asked about the process of deciding what to do, looking at the college football powers now and found times when they had been dormant before rising. He says, quote, the right people came in at the right time. This isn't just about me. It's about everybody that joins me. I think Mickey Joseph has done a tremendous job. One of the things that drew me to, to, to it is knowing that Scott had been for the last several years. Scott Frost is a coach that I truly respect and consider a friend. So I know that program has a good culture. I know they know to work. Now now it's about all of us just picking up and moving forward. Everybody in the state of Nebraska on, on one accord. If we what? do that, great days will be ahead. 
can we can we ask the question of what DP's laughing? I, I, I was DP's laughing too. I was laughing too. <laughs> what he is brought the, Scott Frost up? Yeah, yeah. Can't it's get rid of him. Can't get rid of him. Okay, so DP's we're gonna, howling. We're gonna, we're getting a lot of thoughts. That I know you guys can see of he's gonna be gone in three years. It's it's done in three years. Hope your guys are ready for three and thirty three records in the next three years. What is the expectation? What is the expectation? Because I'm not sure we have had a clear expectation the last eight years. And now here's Nebraska hiring a new coach, and you want to talk about being on the same page. So who is what? What is it? What is being on that same page, and and what does what constitutes a successful season? I have been asking since I I got noticed yesterday that uh, yesterday was my was the third anniversary of my moving to Lincoln. Like that's literally the day that the moving van got mm-hmm. here. And a lot has happened over that three years. Uh, when I got here, I asked the question based on the current situation in Nebraska, which was losing records consecutively. And then I wondered with all of the resources and with the fanaticism of the fan base and with the passion of the fan base and so much support from the fan base, almost to the point of, of Kool-Aid, right? Asking the question of why are we still fanatic about a thing that isn't paying back? And I asked the question, what is priority one on the grand pyramid of what is the priority for Nebraska, the University of Nebraska, Nebraska athletics, uh, Nebraska football? I asked the question and I constantly ask it, is it money? Is it resources? And for a school that just released a notice of a campaign to raise $3 billion for activities and programs uh, and through, through, through social fundraising, that with all of the resources, the money that's sitting in escrow, mm-hmm. what is the priority? Because the choice of head coach of the flagship program for the university, it's the greatest recruiter to the University of Nebraska, right? It's, it's a great resource. What's the priority? Is it winning? Is it money? Is it the power brokers, the people at the top of the pyramid who write the dismount checks and the signing, signing bonuses? Is it the fan base? Is it the student athletes and the students? Is it their experience? Like, do they really care about how Nick feels about Nebraska football? Because there are folks who don't care. There aren't many, but there are those people. Right? What is, what's priority one? Like, is it winning the Big Ten West? Is it winning the Big Ten Conference? Is it winning a national championship again? Because if your activity doesn't match whatever the priority is, then we still have more questions. To me, money is money seems to be ruling it rather ah. than winning. Hmm, ruling, yeah, I see what you but did there, DP. Ah, ruling. Ruling. Look, look, you you have to hire somebody that can help you keep the folks who write the big checks happy. Mm-hmm. And I hate to tell you, that's not a that's a business decision, not a football decision. You need people to fit a mold and and check boxes. Rather than people that that have will come in and help you win football games in the most important program at the University of Nebraska, right? Like you can't tell me if you told me that winning was the priority, then you're gonna set everything else aside. You're gonna go get the winningest coach you can find, and you're gonna pay him whatever mm-hmm. because winning is the thing. 
And if you're not choosing that, there is a monumental gap between Urban Meyer and Matt Rule. Yep, I agree with that. So if winning is at the top Mm -hmm. or student-athlete experience or character or integrity, if those things are higher on the on the pyramid than winning, then your actions match. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about winning football games at the University of Nebraska in the Big Ten Conference, we're not talking about the American Athletic Association. We're not talking about <laughs> playing Meatball State. We're talking <laughs> about beating Ohio State and Michigan. So fans, mm-hmm. Husker Nation, Tell me what the focus is. Tell me what priority one is, and then we can have real conversations. But if it's if we think it's winning, you got to ask questions. If you know it's money, you just answered a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm with I'm, you. Yeah, I'm with you, DP. And when it, I mean, I mean, you're right. If if the number one priority was winning, without you, know, who cares? You know, with morals out of the picture, if it's winning. Then Urban Meyer, like you said, was probably the top option. I, well, we might never know where this search went. We might know all, not know all the names who were contacted, and if Urban Meyer was actually ever contacted. Now we know that you know he was in Lincoln in Oak for the Oklahoma game on on the uh, the big noon kickoff there uh, with the guys, and he may have talked to Trev or just you know talked to Trev about something. Maybe it was the job or, or about his thoughts and who should take the job. But we will. I don't know if we will ever know all the names that were contacted and, and what the response was. Uh, and that's unfortunate. That's that's to be expected, though, in a coaching search. And you're not going to put all your dirty laundry out there if it was bad response from different coaches. But I think, yeah, if 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 what you're saying, DP, about if winning is the number one priority, I think fans are going to want to know if if Urban Meyer was ever talked to, was an option, was interested, um, wasn't hired. Doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's Matt Rule's job. But yeah, that that's going to be the biggest question for Trev. What what was the number one thing you you went to Matt Rule for? In this hire, was it winning? Was it development? What was it? And was he the top choice? He'll say, of course, he's going to say he's the top choice. He yeah. won't deny that. But Matt Rule was our fifth best option. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not gonna lie. We went, we went down the rungs, the rungs, but, and he but, was but, fifth. But Matt, I'm glad you're here. We're excited. <laughs> we wish you were, we we're, wish you were urban. We're, but, we're you know, excited okay. for you to lead this football program. <laughs> well, but, but picture this thing: like we were also told <laughs> that that imagine. that. The original conversation with Matt Rule didn't go well. Ooh, yeah, and that, that that's a kicker. Turned, right, so that's another question we have to ask. What was what, was in fact yeah. reports true? Mm-hmm. Right? Did you is this did did we get Matt Rule on the second go round? Because his reasons for saying no the first time are important. Well, again, Nick. As you just did, the money side. Yep. If the priority Bingo. for coaching is money, then the focus is not on winning. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to tell I, I look, I've been around too many coaches that if if, if the dollar amount was the key, mm-hmm. then the reaction and ambition and motivation stays in that lane no no matter how much how how many times you strictly say and come out and say yeah yeah it's, I want, i'm ready to develop players i'm ready to develop a program i'm ready to boot beast beef up the offensive line once again actions speak louder than words and if if matt rule turned nebraska down the first time 
And it was strictly because of money. You make a good point, DP. Mm-hmm. Um, you wonder, what's the motivation? I mean, here, here's the deal. I'm sure three or more million dollars will make you work a little bit harder or make you want think about you need to work a little bit harder, but you should have wanted to do the right thing for because because as DP said, that's what coaches do. That's what coaches do. And five million, eight million when you're a coach that's been coaching for, for quite a while now, come on. I mean, get out of here, man. So I, I think that's interesting. I think that's interesting. You, you wanna you wanna know priorities. And and that's where I said it's gonna be a long, interesting, fascinating offseason. With roster attrition, roster addition, um, coaching attrition and addition, and you also have uh, what what does this look like in the first couple games next year? Is it what Matt Rule says it's going to look like? And while, while taking that into account that maybe it's not going to be at the, the final resting place game one against Minnesota. It's not going to be there. But you got to see progress. You got to see progress, and eventually you got to figure out ways to win football games. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how mm-hmm. again because the 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 fear you're going to have here is is from people saying, "Is it going to take forever?" Can can yeah. can Matt Rule flip the script on what it's taken in his his previous well, jobs and actually win right away? Well, can, and that's, can he go seven and six year one? And that's what I say when I, I ask the ex- expectation because. If you want to sit here on Monday morning or, or ahead of, of Nebraska's first game against Minnesota and say the expectation is to win the Big Ten West, then that's got to be the consistent expectation. You you can't waver from that. You cannot waver and move the goalposts, as the cliche term says, and say, well, you know, at the end of the season, go, well, you know, here we are 3-9, and nine, but Matt Rule is going to fix it. Because that's what you've been doing for the last eight years. And where has it gotten you? Into a very mediocre football team right now. So it's going to be interesting to see, because once again, the expectation discussion, um, you you can't settle. you got to stop settling and allowing mediocrity if you truly want to win football games, and if if the expectation across all parties is to win games, you cannot allow mediocrity and laziness, just flat-out laziness, to continue to happen. Our breaking news coverage of Matt Rule's hiring is sponsored by Live Hydration Spa in Lincoln at 70th and Pioneers. Contact today for any sort of IV treatments to get yourself back into feeling better. We have Rico. Rico Alvarez-Clary is in the building. Uh, i got to keep you off camera because if we can't, we'll kick DP off. That's the case. So I'm going to flip this real quick. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Rico. Yeah, this was a, this was a, strange, a strange day. Uh, working my way out of town to go see some family and... Wife checks Instagram and the Husker football account posted a picture of Matt Rule saying it's official, and I was yep. like, "Well, looks like I'm turning around today." Um, I kind of I've been you know <laughs> sitting on the other side of the glass listening to you guys in twenty not even twenty four hours, and I, you know, obviously not in charge of any of this, but I I don't understand the business, but I I think that at least allowing the team twenty four hours to celebrate. A win over Iowa for the first time in seven years, and allowing Mickey Joseph and this team to relish in, you know, despite a hard season full of ups and downs, that your final game of the season, you go out on a high note, you get a trophy, you fly back a couple hours, and and you know just to relax for at least a day. But you know, I I don't know what the contract contractual situation is. If if he wanted this job to be wrapped up, if they wanted this all to be done, and and finished before any more leaks came out or before anybody else tried to swoop in and take Matt Rule away. But uh, Matt Rule, the 32nd coach, 31st permanent head coach in Nebraska history. Very, uh, it is a hire. 
<laughs> well, well, let me ask you this, guys. Okay, I've been so I've been sitting on the other side of the glass, and I'm saying that I've been sitting on the other side of the glass, listening and going through Twitter, looking at people's reactions. Um, a lot of recruits saying, you know, excited to get in and and learn from Matt Rule. Um, a lot of former players excited about the hire, but also putting the caveat like you need to keep Mickey Joseph. You need to figure out a way to make sure that you uh, keep him on staff. Um, and then, you know, as is expected, not everybody's on board with any hire. Uh, the people, you know, throwing in his his record, his about 500 record as a, as a collegiate head coach and and everything else that he struggled with in the NFL and whatever. Uh, so, you know, as is expected, it's it's there's a split. <laughs> <laughs> Rico, well, what? what was that? <laughs> it's a hire. Well, let me ask it's you. A it's a hire. It's a hire. It's a hire. A, a, a couple of interesting points, Jake. Um, yep. Texas said, well, in, you know, Matt Rule has NFL connections. Every coach at college has NFL connections. Um, I have NFL connections. Jay Foreman has NFL connections. That's not the point. A, a, a lost thing in this, and I'm just going to keep pointing it out because it's important. There are 85 walk-ons who committed to Nebraska, and they're at risk now. They're at risk. These are Nebraska kids. They are at risk. There are kids who had talked to Mickey Joseph recently about making the move and committing to Nebraska. Those relationships are now at risk. Those commitments, those voices all are at risk. Yep. There are local players to Nebraska who were in place to be a part of the program next year, and they are now at risk. You got to think out to just look, I get all the talking points, and I get repeating the things that you've heard other people say, but the reality is this. I'm not a negative Nancy. I don't make the news. I simply report it. I simply report on it. We're sitting here talking about the things that we know to be true. We're talking about the, 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 the facts and the facts are a 47 and 43 head coach is taking over the Huskers. And if you're good with that, then be good with that. I'm not telling anybody how to feel about it. I'm not telling Jake how to feel. I'm not telling Rico how to feel. I'm not going to tell Jay Foreman how to feel. I'm telling you a 47 and 43 head coach who has two career wins over top 20 AP teams is now the head coach at the University of Nebraska. I've also said, as a statement of fact, that he will love and control the brand. He will set a path and a plan. Those are the things that Matt Rule does at a high level. My question is, what's the end game mission for Matt Rule and the program? That's all. Look, we'll find out a lot of it on Monday. Yep. And I'm just going to tell you, my thought is that Matt Rule walks in the room on Monday and sets it on fire because he's a grown-up and he is a professional coach. He is legitimately one of the top 100 coaches in the country. Top 50? I, I'm not sure. Top 100? Absolutely. And I don't particularly care about the results on the field in Carolina. I'm more concerned about the plan and the brand in Carolina. And I'm letting you know, having been in that Carolina Panthers space, the fan bases are different. <laughs> the expectations are different. There's a higher standard and demand at Nebraska than they'll ever be for the Carolina Panthers. Ever. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. 
ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, I'm seeing that again. Colorado's getting closer. They're they're trying to pursue Deion Sanders. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to envision next. I'm trying to envision weird? next year. Game two, Matt Rule versus Deion Sanders in Boulder. Is that weird to anybody else? <laughs> Things I would never think me? I would see in my lifetime would be Matt Rule coaching Nebraska versus Deion Sanders coaching Colorado in the year 2023. Out of all the coaching openings, Colorado was not the one I saw Deion taking. Well, he hasn't taken it yet. <laughs> He's interested in it. Well, though. I get it, but even and they, and just they've the, offered even, it apparently. Well, even the interest in it, that's not the one that I saw Deion being interested in. What do you mean, Rico? Yeah, what's you wrong with the Colorado, you Rico? You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't need to say it. Everybody knows what I mean. Yeah, the 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 conversation about Matt Rule for me is, and look, stop comparing my knowledge of Mickey Joseph to my knowledge of Matt Rule. I'm speaking about Matt Rule specifically. This has nothing to do with Mickey Joseph. It has nothing to do with it. We're talking about Matt Rule, and we're talking about him as a coach. And as I just said, the moment he signs, he becomes one of the top 100 coaches in America. He may be in the top 75. I'm not sure he's in the top 50. But whoever was going to get the job would fall in that range. We would accept them as they are. We're going to root like hell for Nebraska. Period. I'm going to full on. Look, you don't think that I'm going to you think I'm going to stop caring about Nebraska athletics and I'm going to stop caring about the student athletes that come in our building and share their lives and confide and give secrets. Look, my concern is that as we find out what what's next from that rule, then we will follow that and I'll report on it. The rule of reporting and analysis is this. Tell the truth. Have your eyes open and then be entertaining. And it's real simple in the space. If Matt Rule comes in and does good things, we will report and analyze good things. We do, I, we're speaking to what we know, and what we know is he's 47 and 43. Mm -hmm. He has two all-time wins against top program, and he recently was fired from his last professional gig. Now, do I think that he's going to be an exceptional coach here? It is my prayer and my hope. <laughs> yeah, it's a prayer Rule for sure. <laughs> Right, that he comes in and kicks tail. Like, I want him to get back to 10 and 11 wins. Praying for it, I'm going to root for him, and I'll support it in whatever way possible. Like, y'all know, if you don't know much about me, you know that I support pe good people doing good things. Like, that's it. So when he comes in the door, I'm going to cheer and applaud. When he gets to work, I'm going to cheer and applaud. We're speaking about what we know to be true. That's all we can speak of. Yeah, and, and here's the thing is that we, we have no idea regarding the money that's coming in for the assistants. Your, your hope with all this is, okay, you, you hired Matt Rule. Mm -hmm. Make sure the assistant salary pool is very strong. It's very large so you can make sure that we don't have the situation, like you mentioned, DP, where Scott Frost brings all his guys from UCF, and it just, they, just, they, they, weren't, they weren't fits for Power 5 Big bring Ten in, football. Bring in the people that fit with what you want to do and, and make fit sure, in, the, in the Big Ten footprint. Well, and make sure they're you compensate. Make sure that they're attracted with the compensation. They want to be here to number one, work hard mm -hmm. and and give an opportunity. But number three, you got it. You got to put the money in there to to bring this from other programs. If they're at other places, hey, I like you here. Well, why not come to Nebraska? We're going to yeah. pay you more. Matt Rule did mention something. I don't remember the exact quote, and it's going to take me too long to find it, so I'm going to paraphrase. Um, he mentioned something of 
you can go anywhere and get prepared for the NFL. He realizes that even though he has, you know, the NFL, as DP said, everyone has the NFL connections. He said, you can go anywhere and prepare for the NFL. But what we want is to make sure that you realize that we're going to not only get you for the NFL, but you are going to work extremely hard when you get here and you are going to be the best possible person that you are when you leave. That's that's me paraphrasing what he said. Uh, it was a couple of quotes kind of spliced together there. But that's what Matt Rule's ready to do when he gets to Nebraska. He's ready to work. He said that he... Uh, Grew up watching Nebraska. He was a big fan, so this this situation, this university and everything uh, is something that he looks forward to being at, looks forward to coaching and coaching in Memorial Stadium on Tom Osborne Field and something that he really would have enjoyed doing as a child. DP, you, you mentioned a, a few minutes ago regarding um, you know that Nebraska was doing a, a good job with Mickey of getting players committed from the area. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking at Malachi Coleman's Twitter timeline today because that's, that's the big one from Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And he's got two tweets. You know, he's saying about you – know, he quote tweets Trey Palmer saying, go be great, go be great, big bro. Mm-hmm. He's going to the NFL. And then regarding the tweet about Nebraska hiring Matt Rule, he says, time to work. With like I, yeah, so, like I said, there's so a bunch. Like he's in. There still. are a couple of. Like I said, I'm scrolling through Twitter. There's there's uh, a number of Bushini recruits staying. A number of recruits who are, are quote tweeting the announcement from the Nebraska football account, uh, saying that you know again paraphrasing, saying that they're ready to get here and work. You know they're excited for the future and they're welcoming Matt Rule to Nebraska. Now again, that could just be them tweeting that, and you know a couple of days down the line they realize you know maybe I do want to go somewhere else. So. That's just, you know, in the moment right now, we'll see what happens. You know, signing day is in a couple of weeks. You know, early national signing day that's turned into national signing day really is in a couple of weeks. And we'll see uh, what Matt Rule says on Monday and and we'll see how long it takes him to get his whole staff together. But he has a couple of weeks to, to, to you know, get back into the recruiting mind and get back into the recruiting side of things. And I'm sure he he's kept a couple of connections open uh even though he went to the NFL, you know, he's got those connections in down in Texas when he was at Baylor and Philadelphia, the, the Pennsylvania area where he went to college and, and coached at Temple. So, you know, those are some things. We'll just see if he gets back into the, the swing of things, how quickly it takes, how quickly it goes. Right. I mean, again, sometimes the message did not resonate from a college coach going to the NFL, and it did not resonate for Matt Rule in, with, uh, with the Panthers. But – Hopefully he can go back and say, hey, you know what? I, I know how to coach in college. I haven't forgotten how to coach in college football. Now, the thing that's changed since last time Matt Rule was in college is the transfer portal and NIL. He was not here with that. He was with the Carolina Panthers when NIL and the mm-hmm. portal became things. So can that he quickly adapt? Transferring's always been a right. thing, just it, the portal. I'm sure he's monitored it and kept track of it, but he has not been in the game to know how you know how this situation works. And so. DPS, so DPS earlier, what kind of offense he ran at Temple and at Baylor? And good sir, I cannot tell you that. But what I can tell you is that at Baylor, as his record got better, they ran the ball more. Here's here's what I ask people, like for all the people that are like in line for 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 being upset that we're not throwing confetti. Look, I'm throwing confetti because you have a new head coach and you know it's a change of direction. You know what it is. It's, my, it's not my job to hire. It's not my job to, to be a part of the interview process. But having built teams and programs, the first question you ask people is, what's your go-to? So I ask anybody that's defending Matt Rule and saying that it's going to work is to ask him, what's his go-to play? And then tell me what it is. The play that he, that that is a part of his core, his heart, what, what play is that? Because that'll be Nebraska's brand. And be prepared to have that be the brand. If you don't know it, then go do some work before you come at me. 
<laughs> like, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Ask the people that are that are buying into it. What was his relationship with the players that he coached at Baylor and Temple? And then ask the relationship between him and his assistants at Temple and Baylor and Carolina, because those are things that are important and those are things that matter. Now, we don't know what his staff is going to be at Nebraska, which is why we're waiting until Monday. And we do. You, uh, see, here's the thing. Adjust to, to the conference. What was what happened the last four times a coach came in and said he was going to either make the conference adjust or he's yeah. going to adjust. It did not go yeah, well. Yeah, that doesn't work out too well. D D stop you saying that, coaches. A part, and again, the first thing he's going to tell you is there's a brand – that identifies who Nebraska, who he is, and who what his expectations of Nebraska football is going to be. Like, if you know anything about Matt Rule, you know the brand is going to be the first thing he tells you. The second thing is going he's going to identify is his plan, and that those are the standards that he's going to hold into play. He's taking it everywhere he's ever been. And again, if you defending it, you probably should know about it before you come at me. And then the final thing is. One of us, which is a statement that identifies Matt Rule, who he is to a core, who his coaches are, and how they do the business that they're going to do. And if you don't know it, don't come at me about this stuff. Like, stop doing it. I'm telling you, those are things that are going to work. Matt Rule can coach. There's not a question about that. I don't care that they chose him over Mickey Joseph. My concern is I'm waiting until Monday to find out who he wants to bring on board, what the things are in play so we can get behind it and cheer like crazy. Like that's the mission. The mission is that this thing is super successful. We cheer like madmen, And then when we find out uh, what it is, we can get behind it. simple biz. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's all we could do. I mean, at this point you can't, you just can't make assumptions. You can't assume that something's going to happen. Something's not. Um, like I said earlier, the hope is that you have a strong assistant, salary pool for these guys to make sure you get the right people in here and and that um and again I, I would just keep hoping that mickey joseph is a part of this and and, and bill bush i mean there's there's, there's a couple guys you that you point to that you really want to keep at nebraska mickey joseph an obvious number one bill bush an obvious number two and beyond that we'll see but you you can really ease the tension of the fan base if those guys are retained if, if Matt Rule believes that. And number and, and go back to also recruiting uh, DP. And you know this is something where I, I was watching a couple months ago. You know a good video from some Texas high school coaches and how they like Matt Rule because he he was good at getting their talent and good at developing their talent when he was at Baylor. So you're hoping that Matt Rule um, will still have strong Texas ties because we, Nebraska's not been getting a lot of players from Texas since they've been to the, been to the Big Ten. So can that can you help get you know, players from from that area of the country again with how he's perceived down there in his time at Baylor, that's another potential pro in the box for Matt Rule if he can keep getting that type of talent that he got at Baylor. Well, again, it's a different if, – if, if the 500-mile rule that has been Nebraska's Bible still exists and it exists for Matt Rule, now he'll be able to recruit in the space. Again, I'm not doubting or questioning his ability to coach, his ability to recruit, uh, or his plan or his brain. None, none of that is of concern to me. None of it. I want to know who, who, who he's going to work with and why, because it'll tell me, you know, what he wants to do, like 
you know, you're bringing in a run game coach. I uh, need to know who it is, right? Need to know who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, are, are you going to throw the ball around? Because that tells you, hey, can Casey Thompson be your guy or do we have a quarterback situation again <laughs> in January? Um, what are you going to do with big guys? Can you go and get quality Big Ten caliber offensive linemen and defensive linemen? How quickly can you get them? Who's going to coach them? Is it Riola? Is it is it like who is it? Is it Dawson? Who is it? We don't know. So you, there are natural questions. Don't be mad for us asking natural questions. Uh, it's just a thing. I would ask the same questions if the hire was Mickey Joseph. I would ask the same questions if the hire was Urban Meyer. I would ask the same questions if it was Fickle. Like, it, it doesn't – we don't know those answers. And I'll say it again so people understand it. The standard and level and quality of a program is based on the number of questions you have about it. And today we have questions because we simply do not have the answers yet. Allow the conversation to happen. I, I would pause. I, I'd go back for a second to what we opened with uh, when we, we announced that Matt Rule, if you're just tuning in, yeah, if you're, you're late. Matt Rule is officially <laughs> the next coach in Nebraska. Press conference coming Monday. Our coverage here is sponsored by Live Hydration Spa in Lincoln at 70th and Pioneers. Uh, we got Rico here. I'm Jake Swords and DP on the video stream. We'll have Jay Foreman in a second, as well as Bach for our, our shift change at 11. Um, but so my question to you, DP, is this, is that a lot of people were concerned off the bat when they heard that for Matt Rule, it's an eight-year contract. Well, let's go back to that. Let's, let's revisit that for one second here because I think people want to see four to five years and then see what happens. And maybe part of the negotiations were saying Matt Rule said, I, I need eight years. I need seven or eight. And that's what it took to get it done. Mm-hmm. For, for those who have who are scarred by seven years that, that Scott Frost was given and failed at in his tenure here, can, can you talk those people off the ledge regarding eight years? What you know, in, in your mind... Why was that so important for Rule, and, and what is your response to eight years versus you know four or five for Matt Rule, DP? See, this is where I, I don't want to talk for Trev or for Matt Rule. Um, the eight year is another – that's generally in contracts a financial security issue. Because the buyout and the responsibility, there's a responsibility to leave in that space and then to cover when somebody leaves in that situation. Longevity is you hope Matt Rule's here for the long term and that he's going he's gonna to stay and do his thing. We do not know that. We don't know that. I, I asked the question earlier. I would ask it again. Is Nebraska the motherland for, for Matt Rule when it comes to coaching? And, look, he can get here and just like – you know, Tom Osborne, he can coach Osborne, he can get here and fall in love with it and decide that he wants to be it. Look, I, I fell in love with it. That's why I'm why I'm in Lincoln. That's why I'm we're doing what we're doing and we're talking about long-term goal. My wish and hope is that he does his thing and is successful so that we can talk about it from that level of success. Like that's what everybody listening should want. If you're a Husker fan, you want eight years from now that Matt Rule is settled in and and, and successful, and then we, we can look forward to the next eight years. At 47 years old, we can see him coaching at age 55. We can probably see him coaching beyond that. But those eight years would require success. 
we would hope <laughs> that it would require success. So the eight years doesn't bother me because it, it, it is a protector of intent. But financially, that's a lot of guaranteed money. We'll find out more about yep. what the specifics are on Monday when they talk about the contract. We don't have all the particulars on it uh, from beyond that. But that number will also play into his assistance, yep. what they can spend on those assistants. Uh, that money will have something to do with NIL and, you know, coalitions and, and groups that are in place for that sort of stuff. Look, there are a lot of questions. We'll have more answers on Monday, but uh, eight years is 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 a is a contract. That is so a, so, that, so. Like I said, yeah, they they made a hire regarding eight years. Uh, Matt Rule uh, was again on College Game Day about just over uh, under an hour ago uh, with Kirk Herbstreit and the guys, and he was he was said you know to build the Huskers up into a national contenders, it would have to be from the ground up again. Here was the quote. So I he says I think it all comes to back to that. There's lots of good football players out there. I, I sat there last year and watched the NFL draft and watched six or seven Baylor kids get drafted. Guys that weren't highly recruited, guys that weren't five-star players, and they came and played for us, and they played for Dave Aranda, who's a tremendous coach, and they built themselves into NFL players on the practice field, in the meeting rooms, in the weight room. They also got degrees and second degrees, and their lives are better. To me... Players that want to come to Nebraska, they have to want to be NFL players. They have to want to do more in their life than just play football. They have to want to get great educations because you know what? We're going to push them. But if they come, anybody can come. Anybody can help you get to the NFL. We're going to help guys get second contracts. We're going to help guys, when they get to the NFL, be pros. That's really been our specialty across the National Football League. There's players from Temple and Baylor doing great things, and we want to do the same thing at Nebraska. That's Matt Rule. I, 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 I want him to beat Ohio State and Michigan. Like, I, look, look, man, <laughs> I, I have mad respect for what they do after they leave Nebraska, but guess what? Uh, the easy way to get the NFL is success at Nebraska. Like, that's a, like, that's a Jay Foreman thing. You better do the work where you're at. Mm -hmm. Grow where you see the planet. Like I look, I don't care what happens after Nebraska. I'm gonna root for them like crazy. But my goodness gracious, you you better beat somebody while you're wearing the end for any of this stuff to matter. He also mentioned on game day that he's a big he's big on developmental, uh, big at big on developing players. That's one of the things he loves to do is to bring bring guys in and develop them to be be better players. And he also mentioned that. To, to win in the Big Ten and to win in college football, it starts with the big guys, and that's where he's going to start. He's going to start on the offensive and defensive line. Well, that's well, I mean, yeah, that's nice to hear from Nebraska fans, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, preach, brother. You, you got can, that one, but you the that thing one is, pegged, brother. But, but the thing is, you can say it, and we've heard a lot of a lot of things said from previous head coaches. But then you got to go out and do it. Well, I I, I say this to the textures. Nobody's talking about uh, Nick Saban. We're not talking – Nick Saban is an outlier. We're not talking about Nick Saban. We're talking about Matt Rule. Focus. Like, there's a, there's a simplicity behind this. And as I said, I don't care what he did at Carolina. I don't care what his one-loss record is. I don't. I care about what he's going to bring here. And I'm not holding him responsible for what happened in Carolina. I'm not. I, what he brings here – and what he says when he gets in the door on Monday, and we can 
make judgment based on the things that we know, which is his record currently <laughs> at 47 and 43. It, it is what it is. His success, you can give credit for the success, but you also have to question at the very same time, if you're giving credit for the good, you have to give credit to the, to the not so good, which is your inability while playing in the big, big 12 to beat teams who were quality teams. So, Look, the, the the facts are what they are. How you feel about them, none of my business. I don't care how about how you feel about it. Here's here are the facts. Get in line or don't. I'm I'm rooting for the guy. Yeah, at this point, I mean, we, you know, we all have the guys we wanted as our head coach, but the decision is made. There's no reason to to say I'm going to drop my fandom of Nebraska because <laughs> they didn't hire my guy. How dare they? We all have disappointments in life. You know, everybody. Once their their favorite player drafted by somebody, or they want they we all sports are full of excitement and also disappointment. Sports disappointment is the thing that you have to live with. But and I'm not saying anybody should be disappointed by this hire at all. I think it's a quality hire, absolutely, no mm -hmm. doubt about it. But I, but my point is for those out there saying I wanted this guy or bust, and it's not Matt Rule, that's silly. You know, you're you're a Nebraska football fan. You're a Nebraska athletics fan. Mm -hmm. You could pout for a second and then move on and say, all right, we'll go support this guy. This is our dude. Hopefully he retains Mickey. Hopefully he retains Bill Bush. Hopefully he gets the, the recruits that are still committed to Nebraska and they, and they get better, even better recruits and, and a great staff. commitment and bring some more in. Like there's just no reason to, to, you know, to pout and mope um, because uh, it, you know, it, it's a new day in Nebraska. There's a new coach, tired. Monday will be a press conference to hear, as DP says, it will probably light the room on fire mm -hmm. and excite people, which I expect also. And we can we can go forward and and hope it's a quicker build than it has been at his previous stops of Temple Baylor, where the first year was really really hard. Not great, just not hard. Guys, I, let me ask this: through all the conversation about Temple players in the NFL, please name three. Uh, there's the linebacker. I think he still plays for Arizona, but I can't think of his name. But that might have been before. Well, how long has he been gone? You got a Pro Bowler in Dawkins. Yeah. Help me out. I don't. Well, he's Hassan been Haskins. Reddick. Reddick. That one. Was, he, was he under right. that rule or not? I think he was. Right. I mean, look, look for for what it is during the same period of time. You know, <laughs> we're not talking about changing the earth. Like, tell me about the great players from that Baylor run. Jermichael Hasty. <laughs> That's the only right. one I know. Thank you, Thank you memes. Well, there's right, Char like there's Charlie Brewer. He was their quarterback, but he didn't. He's not. I don't think he's in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing: through the accountability of this thing, the eight year deal is where accountability has to has to has to be the foundation. And I'm just not sure. In an eight year guarantee, we don't know how many of a guarantee. We'll find out again. We'll find out on Monday. But what happens in year two if it's not going the way that you want it to go? Now, nobody's rooting for that. But the contracts are in play to make both parties accountable with equal equity in it. And if you're doing that, we'll find out Monday what what the real hangers on are in the in the agreement and the contract that that's important for Husker fans to know what the accountability is, because contracts without accountability aren't good contracts. That's so. Right. 
it has to be mutual. We'll find out those things on Monday. All right, we'll take a quick break. I'm going to do a, a shift change, a line change here. Uh, Jay Foreman's here. Jake Bakowin's here. DP, you might, are you going to hang around still, DP, or are you out? I'm going to hang out. I may, I may you know, turn my eyes to some basketball. Okay. As, 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 I mean, so from football so I can watch you know, the game that – There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening soon. Uh, again, breaking news, Matt Rule, the head coach of Nebraska, press conference Monday. It's official, though, eight years. We don't know the, the, the details and the money. We'll get that over the next couple of days. Uh, it's, keep, keep to have more, more coverage next year. Uh, live breaking news coverage sponsored by Live Hydration Spa at 70th and Pioneers in Lincoln. More next, top of the hour on 93.7 The Ticket.